We're up and going? Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Hopefully all is well. Uh, we, have, we have a new uh, website. It's agfnh.com, uh, and it's little letters. I just made it big so we could read them. Uh, if you can go there, we got a new website up and running. If you want to watch old sermons, it's a great place to go and do that. Heavenly Father, just encourage us today, Lord, to hear your word and let it be etched on our hearts as we hear it today, Lord. That we need to be walking in your will, not our will, Lord. That you lift us up, bless us, bind the devil from being here, dispatch your angels to hang out with us, have the Holy Spirit just fill our hearts with joy of you today, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen. Uh, so... I've been thinking about obedience and disobedience. So God showed me a couple things that maybe kind of relate to it. I don't know. You figure it out. Make sure you uh, have a pen and a piece of paper. Write these down because you need to go back. I'm going to kind of go over things but not really get as, uh, as many verses as I normally do. So uh, if you don't have a pen, have someone have a pen. You can copy afterwards. So we're in uh, the book of Judges. Chapter 16, and we're going to talk about this guy, Samson, right? So Samson is uh, is kind of a, he's a crazy guy. <laughs> he has a couple issues in life, but he's been gifted by God. He's been gifted by God to be a mighty warrior for him, but he has issues. And his issue is women. He has this problem about women. He likes women, and he doesn't like to be with the women that everybody else thinks he ought to be with. He wants to be with the women that he wants to be with. Doesn't sound very familiar to me, but maybe someone can relate. So now he, uh, after bouncing around with a couple of them, he, he dials in on this one woman, Delilah. And he's going to dial in on her because he really wants her, but he's not supposed to be around her. She's in enemy camp. <clears throat> you know, this is, we got to remember that life is just spiritual, total spiritual warfare. So he's in enemy camp. She's not really after him the way that he's after her. So... He's just following line kind of the way he normally does. He's not going to give up his power of God to her. That's not the idea. He doesn't want to do this. So he's going to fluff her off a little bit. So she says, how do you have your power from God? So in verse 7, he says, and Samson said to her, if they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, then I shall become weak by, and be like any other man. So he, he gave up this thing. He said, this is what it is. It's bowstrings. Tie me up with bowstrings and, and all my power will go away. So she ran and told these dudes, you got to tie them up with bowstrings. They're going to give her 1,100 pieces of silver if she gives up Samson, right? Because they don't want him. He's, he's against it. He's enemy camp, right? They don't want him around. <clears throat> So he thinks he's getting over there with her, but she's betraying him already. So then they test him and they come in and he just gets up and he breaks off the bowstring. She's like, what are you doing this to me for? You know, why do you lie to me? Tell me the truth. What is it? So now he says, new rope. 
just tie me up a new rope. That'll take care of it. That's what'll stop me. So she goes and tells the guys, they come in, they tie him up a new rope, and he gets up and just snaps the ropes, right? And she's like, now she's getting, she's going to bear down on him a little bit. You've got to really tell me, don't you love me? Don't you want to be with me? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. She says, well, they'll tell me. He says, okay, if you weave the seven locks of my head into a web of the loom, right? It's interesting. Seven, the sign of completion, right? So God says, I'm going to build you mightily. He's got seven locks. He says, just put them in the loom, right? So put these down into the loom, and that'll take my power away. So she calls the guys in. They pay her up again. They come in, and that doesn't work again. So now she's really going to be down on them, <laughs> right? She's going to put it to them. How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me in verse 15? You have mocked me, right? You have mocked me. Right? You're just playing me. You're just not allowing me to be. You say you love me. You want to be with me. So then he says, you know what? I'm going to tell you. Here it comes. This is the moment he walks away from God. He's going to give up his power for her. He's going to give up his devotion to God for her. Now, replace her with many things. Cigarettes, food, drugs, alcohol, sex, violence. How about violence? Right? Do you walk away from the, the strength God has given you to make it through everything that you could, and you give it up to run back to something else? Right? Not walking. So disobedience. Right? disobedience. He says, if you shave the hair off my head, uh oh, <laughs> if you shave the hair off my head, I will lose my power. So they come in and they shave the hair off his head and that was the truth. He gave up God. He no longer has strength. But he didn't realize how much he was going to lose in doing this, right? Because now he gets up, he's like, okay, bring him in. I'll take him on. And he couldn't do it. So the first thing they do is they gouge his eyes out. He becomes blinded. Isn't that interesting? Blinded. I feel like it's being blinded to God again. Then the fight begins that God, how could you allow that in my heart, me? That's not being said here, but that's what I came with, right? I'm blinded to God, and I'm just living in life as life. But here he is. So they got him, verse 21, then the, the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza. They, they bound him with bronze feathers and he became a grinder in the prison, right? So he's just, he's grinding wheat. He's just going to grind up wheat. That's all he's going to do to make other people food, right? From the mighty man, right? The mighty man to just grind it, right? It's just, it's a way that has become, he, he's binded, he's blinded, he's back in the bondage of sin, right? He's all bound up in sin, right? Because he was disobedient. But yet he doesn't want to be there, and he knows he's made a mistake. 
So he needs to get out of this binding. And he just, guess what happens? His hair starts to grow back. So he, he becomes upon faith. He, now his faith is starting to get stronger and stronger. But they're mocking him. They're making fun of him. You were a man of God. You were so mighty. They want to see him. They're going to make a joke out of him. They're going to bring him up and put him on the temple, right? So now they bring all the people in. They're on the roofs. They're around the edges. And he says, just do me a favor. Put me on the pillars. Let me touch the pillars, right? The strongest parts of the temple. Just let me touch the edges of them. Because he's blind, he can't see. So they walk him out there, and he's got his hands out there. And he says, God, help me out. Let me kill them all and take myself in this process. And God says, yes, with your faith, because your faith is back in me, I'm going to do that. Pushes the pillars, it collapses the whole building, Everybody's dead. They're talking like 3,000 people dead. Because he returned back to faith. It's not about the deaths. It's about the truth of the faith. He conquered the sin by coming back to faith. His disobedience had to turn to obedience in order to get there. It crushes the sin. See, when we come back to faith, faith crushes sin. Faith crushes addiction. Faith crushes all, all issues in your life can be overcome by faith. But faith has to be true faith. Right? So what's true faith? Well, he gave us another example. We're going to Daniel, one of my favorites. Book of Daniel, chapter 3. King Nebuchadnezzar. Never, yeah, Nebuchadnezzar. It's close. I'm hoping. I never remember. This king has these kids, 15, 16, 17, 18, I don't know, somewhere in that area. Three kids, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. And he loves these kids. He just, he, he wants to hang around with these kids. They're great. They pray to a God. They have God, our God. They pray to that God. But the people of the town don't like these three kids because the king likes them. So the town says, we got to get rid of these kids. we got to do something about these kids. And they go to the king and they say, we're going to make a golden idol of you. And we're going to have everybody bow down when the, we're going to have a whole concert go on, people with flutes and making noise, and it's all good stuff. And we, when we do that, then everybody's going to bow down to you. And the king's like, yeah, of course, I'm the king. I'm godly. I should have that done. So he agrees with this, and he decrees it. He makes it a law that anybody doesn't do this at that time, then they have to go to the fiery furnace. So they set them up for that. So then they catch the kids, right? We're going to go to uh, verse 14. 314. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, it is, is it true, said Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if you have already had the time here, the, 
sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, and the palstory, whatever that is, in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if not, if you do not worship it, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is God will deliver you from my hands? Verse 17, they say, if that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O Lord. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Obedience. <coughs> not only are we willing to go into the fire, our God will protect us. One way or another, even if he takes us and doesn't protect us from the fire, we are good with that because it's his decision, not ours. We're going to go. We're going to walk in the will of God. Right? Total obedience. When I walk in the will of God, I don't have a desire for a cigarette. I don't really have a thought for a cigarette. I'm too busy trying to do God's work. I'm not thinking about running around crazy. I'm thinking about doing the work of God. Now, some people might think that's crazy, but I come to a point in my life where it's not crazy. Right? So here they are. They're standing in obedience. Verse 19. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expressions on his face changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than what it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind, me, to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the, in the fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent, the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They're bringing them to the fire and they're melting themselves, right? But not Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They're cool. Verse 25, look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. They are not hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. God's with us. What trial can you possibly go through that God's not with you? The only trial that you're going to walk through that God's not with you is when you're not walking in faith. You're walking in your own will. You told God to go sit down. I got it. I got it figured out. I'm going to go do it myself. And then you end up like Samson. And you go, how come God, how come you've done this to me? He says, I've been right here. You told me to sit down. I want to help you. I want to be part of you. But this is how it works. Bring me with you. I want to come. I want to go with you. But I can't go there. You want to go do sin. I can't go with you in sin. But if you want to go there in faith, I'm with you all the way. I'm right there. Here they are. The furnace was so hot, the people bringing them in 
burned them, cooked them up. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego are fine. Right? They are fine. 26. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High of God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And the uh, stirrups, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together. Then they saw these men whose bodies had, the fire had no power. The fire had no power. Even the hair on their heads was not singed. Their garments affected. The smell of fire was not on them. Not even the smell of fire was on them. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angels and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they, they have frustrated the king's word, and they yielded their bodies, and they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. As soon as I decide that, you know, I need a cigarette right now. If I just had a cigarette, I'd, I'd be a little bit calmer. I just told God to go sit down. I put the power of God in the cigarette. You know, if I had a little coffee, I could stay awake a little longer. I took away the power of God's strength to strengthen me through a moment of time and put it into a cup of coffee. I gave it to something outside of God. So then... This verse came to mind to me. John, chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, the freedom there that he's talking about is the freedom of health. Right? Believing in Jesus Christ, the truth of that, gets you out of hell. But it sets you free of all addiction. If I believe in Jesus Christ and follow him. So the question came to my mind is, can I handle freedom? Can I really be just totally free? I don't, I don't need a drug. I don't need a drink. I don't need a cigarette. I don't need... I gave up my freedom on the way here today. And I do it all the time. And I, I really, I tried hard to conform. And that's riding my motorcycle. I just can't seem to slow down. <laughs> now, it's not, I don't, I, I, I battled, I'm telling you, I battled with it all the way here. I tried to do the speed limit. I just couldn't do it. I had to go faster. But in that, I was defying God because he says, follow the laws of the land. And I was refusing to follow the, not just refusing, I was doing a little bit that probably would have got me a big ticket. I couldn't conform to that. I can't handle freedom. I don't know how to accept freedom and just apply God into my life and do spiritual, faithful walk. God even put vehicles in front of me so that I would slow down and I'd go around them. They were going too slow. They were doing the speed limit. Come on. Freedom. Freedom from sin. 
especially when the sin's calling you. Come on back. One drink. Just one drink. It's not going to One cigarette. The old phrase, one's too many and a million's not enough. Just one. I want to walk in the word of God. God has what? Brought me out of every single torment in my life. And I won't conform. I can't handle freedom. I just can't seem to handle this freedom stuff. I spend my life knowing Christ has set me free, refusing to be free. I give up my freedom by allowing the bondage of addiction to hold on to me. I give up my freedom because my free will wants to break the speed limit. That's crazy. Samson was stuck in disobedience. He had to finally get faith back into his life to a point of death. I don't want faith back in my life when a deer runs out in the middle of the highway at 90 miles an hour and I can't stop and you've got to peel me off the highway. And a police officer has requested that I don't do that for him. He doesn't want to be the one that has to peel me off the road. <coughs> Why? Because I want to live in the defiance of freedom. Why can't I just be obedient in everything? It's all yes, just be obedient. I'm obedient to sin constantly. Why can't I be obedient to the Word of God? Just walk in the will of God. Why do I have to go walk in sin? My nature loves it. Because that's what I've practiced. So I have to practice baby steps, getting out of it. i got to just, my arrogance and pride says, who cares? It's Sunday morning. I even, I got the whole routine in my head when the cop pulls me over. Listen, I'm on my way to church. I got to be there early. I'm a pastor. You see the cross, my license plate. It's all good, right? Rehearse it. Don't we rehearse schemes when we're doing sin? Don't we rehearse how we're going to beat it when the judge is ready to put us in can? Why don't we rehearse faith? Why don't we just stand there, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, say, my God is greater than anything that you want to have me do, and I'm not doing it. What, you want to put me in the fiery furnace? Let's go. <laughs> Here I am. I'm ready to go. I'm going to walk in the will of God. That means I have to deny me. Me has to stay over here. But what I do is I put God over there, and I put me over here. Everything first in your day, God. So here's how life goes. It should be God, relationship, children. It's not what we do. We do children, relationship, God. And then we wonder why God's not working in our life. We made him last. If Meshach... Shadrach and Abednego made them last. They wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have made it to the furnace. <laughs> they would have melted on the way there. But they stood in faith and total obedience. That 
If we die in there, we die in there. That's where God wants me today. And I'm going in there because God wants me in this fiery furnace. I don't like it. I'm not comfortable. But okay, I'm going. As soon as we have a sign of a fiery furnace in front of us, we run and we say, how come God's doing this to us? We don't take the challenge of being in a place that we're uncomfortable because God might have us in an uncomfortable place. God would only send me a place of peace. He wouldn't send me a place where I'm uncomfortable, right? That's why people don't want to go to church. That's why people don't want to hear the word of God. Not because someone's preaching bad, but because they don't want to, they don't want to have to confine themselves to the faith of God. They like sin. We don't get to, and I'm one of them. But I'm glad I get to come to church. I am so blessed out of my socks to be able to have an understanding of this. It, 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 it changes me. It changes people in my lives. It's incredible. Not because of me. I can't do any of this. I have to walk in the total will of God. Every day, I get so much of an example of it as today. Today became a battle that should have been no battle. Should have been no battle. Who's the speed limit? What are you doing? <laughs> There's no war. There's no more war. Why can I, how can I have a war? I just submit. What does submit mean? Submit means you're going to line up behind the boss, behind the commander. Whatever the commander says, I line up behind Satan all day long. He told me that, the, the, that you know, speed limits are only for the people that get caught. <laughs> I don't want to do that no more, man. I love my life today. I love to be able to come here and share the word of God. I love to be requested to go somewhere where someone's in so much pain that they, they need some help that I can be. I, I can walk as the word of God, not walk as Samson. I've tried Samson. That hasn't done well. I don't want to end up like Samson. I'm going to end up like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. I want to have obedience in my heart just etched in my heart so that it stays there even when I don't want to. That's what becomes important. It's not how well you know the Bible, how many verses you know. How much do people see while you walk? Right? They would have seen today, they would have seen some maniac with a cross on his back and praise the Lord on his license plate breaking the law. That's my example. I shouldn't be that example. I don't want to be that example. Then I might as well go out back and have a cigarette and a beer. <laughs> right? right after service, let's go out back and have a couple drinks. That's crazy. We wouldn't go do that, so why should I violate that with that sin? Because I won't conform to what? The truth that I am free of sin. I'm free. All they have to do is walk in obedience. It's going to come at me all over the place. But I don't have to grab a hold of it. I choose to. And at the moment I choose to, I tell God to go sit down. Free will. Free will. 
God has given me free will to make the decisions of my own, which I have to, hey, I'm a man. I can go make my own decisions. Yes, you can. You haven't done well with them. <laughs> so here's a way to not live that way. Here's a book full of rationality, reasoning, and understanding of if you go this way, this will happen. Total defiance. Bad relationships horrible life, to freedom of no matter what comes down the road, I am with you. You're not alone. You always have someone with you. No matter how bad you think it gets, I am right here with you. Isn't that all we ever wanted? Was to have someone in our life? Then why don't we act like he's there? The moment something comes along, we switch and Jesus ain't there. He is there. He wants us to act like it. The love of God is so great that he gave up his son for us. And I can't give up speeding for him. That's pretty sad. It's that simple. He gave up his son for me to have total freedom. And I can't even give up speeding for him. That's sad. I need to work on that. And I'm going to. But not today. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I, I thank you so much, Lord, for today, Lord. The encouragement that you give me, us, that I can be a word for you, Lord. Let me be as remembered in your heart, at least, as Meshach, Shadmarach, and Abednego. Let me be the person that walks through the fiery furnace and comes out not even smelling of smoke. Not even smelling of smoke. Lord, thank you so much for offering this to all of us. Anybody can have this. All we have to do is walk it. Deny ourselves, you say. Deny my desire to break the speed limit. Just deny it. And I'll rest in comfort, your comfort, your loving arms wrapped around me. Total freedom. Freedom for sin. I don't have to follow sin. Because your son died on that cross for my sins. I don't have to do this anymore. I can live in total peace and understanding like I've never had in my life. Lord, if there's anybody out here, anybody, hasn't received you, let this be the time, let this be the place. We'll have everybody, everybody, say out loud this prayer. Dear Jesus, I know you're the Son of God. Forgive me. Come into my heart and live. I want to know you. Amen. Lord, you know who said that. Touch their hearts. Let them notice every time they go to do something today that you should be first. Matter of fact, if they go anywhere, you're holding the door open for them. And you've closed the ones that they shouldn't go through. If they're trying to kick it in, they need to understand it's the wrong place. Lift everybody up. Encourage everybody up. Touch their hearts with peace and love today. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen.